Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. It's Patty Wilson on Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM. We are a real estate radio talk show. House and some talk, other things. And some other things. House Talk with a Happy Ending is our tagline. So no matter what we talk about today, we always end happy. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scott. Don't force it. Scott Cowart. I'm here. And I'm Patty. And so we, we call ourselves Patty and Scott. It's pretty simple. We're clever. <laughs> my daughter's my daughter, Molly. Who will be going to Africa in a few weeks for nine months. So I get to go see her next week. But she says we're Captain Obvious. Mm. Good commercial true. for us. It's a good good commercial. We just we are what we are. That's the truth. No fluff. Our company's called The Brokerage. <laughs> really simple. Another clever tactic. Black and white. Yep. The Brokerage. So our website's up. Yes. Very excited. I just finished it today. Brokeragefl.com. Nice. So you can see our gallery of photos and how we sell houses, what we do. All the pretty. All the you. pretty. Our pretty headshots. <laughs> I was talking in about black the and white. <laughs> <laughs> I think the headshots are really pretty. New ones to come. New ones to come. But mine, that one I had is really pretty. It like, was a, Her name was Lucini. She's not here anymore. Otherwise, I would have her do our headshots. Hmm. She did a nice job on mine. Well, really did. Photoshop's amazing. <laughs> I have no clue where mine came My from. My eyelashes look so long. I don't know what she did. I wonder if you had them done. No, not then. I was much younger. Mm. It's an older headshot, for how, sure. How older? Hmm, probably eight years old. 
That's not too mm-hmm. old. No. I mean, it still looks similar to me. I wouldn't are use using it. using like 20 year old headshots. Yeah, no, it's, it's called like catfishing. <laughs> it's called high school. <laughs> it's called... Don't do it. It's called Just high saying. school, is what it's called. It's, it's Dude, like there are still some realtors well, here. We always joke about that. I tell them not to use their pictures from the when they bought their home 20 years ago. I mean, come on now. You got to use current pictures. The realtor must show up and they must not even know who they're meeting because it's a completely different person. Clearly. Hair colors, everything. Right. So we update our photos pretty frequently. I'm sorry, I was waiting. Those for were my just was. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> Scott Awkward. doesn't age. He's like Dorian Gray. Uh, that's not true. The portrait of Dorian not Gray. Not true. This week I've been at the orthopedic clinic. <laughs> First time I've ever ever been. I've never been in the. I've never been admitted to the hospital. I've never broken an arm. I've never had anything happen to me. So going to the orthopedic clinic different from urgent care when you're sick was just weird to me. But it's my... He has a boo-boo elbow. I do. Well, I'm not sure it's the elbow. That's what I told him when I walked in. It's not my elbow proper. It's, but it's probably above. the nerve, the ulnar nerve. Yeah. So I have a bit elbow. of a bit of a tear, like small tear, and then... Which is just, why it hurts. It refers up to your shoulder. Correct. So it's hard to decipher the shoulder or elbow. So I'm on a little bit of steroids, and they gave me an ibuprofen. Oh, you're going to be pleasant. Right, that's what <laughs> They said you may be moody. And Glad I, I'm leaving town. I said I'm sure my husband will be glad to let me know. I can't no take problem. it. I've only been on steroids once, and I won't. Do I don't it know again. that I've ever been on steroids. I have an autoimmune disease, and I refuse to take it. I'll let the disease eat me alive before yeah. I. I'm just so mean. Er. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm waiting to Not see what it, it. what it will do to Mm-mm. me. So. So today's topic is very on point. Yes. We're going to talk about storms and hurricanes and fire and blood and end times. <laughs> so I we're going to talk. And well, we that's sh- what the weather channels make it sound like. Well, End times, We do people. have looming weather conditions Right, Dorian, us, so. which is why I said Dorian, the portrait of Dorian Gray. So certainly. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not seen Do you have a movie. portrait in your house somewhere that's aging rapidly and you're not? Yes. <laughs> portrait? No. Yes, yeah, por- it's a movie. No, not only. Where the guy didn't age, but the portrait aged no. and then... It- no. The only thing I've ever seen like that is that Benjamin Button, but that was same portrait idea. related. Yeah, same idea of it. So we're going to talk with Sandy Pareda from the Red Cross. We're going to talk about the smoke detector, sound the alarm, being ready, being storm prepared. And it, we may not get anything. We may get something, but that's not the point. You should be prepared all the time. There should be no crisis management. You, you run a household. You should be prepared. I think also people need to be aware of what services do what. So in preparation mode, often the assumption is that there are services provided through whether it be the Red Cross or otherwise mm-hmm. that aren't actually agency provided limitations, right? The agency so, limitations, what they're really set up for, and what to expect from those agencies. Correct. I mean, we could, like she said, we could talk about that for hours and hours. Versus what the the county's job is and the local, whatever your local governments are, your HOA, however it works. But I think most, so many people are so connected now. It should make it easier for people. I don't, I don't understand, I'm military, so I don't understand that whole not being prepared. Well, be prepared without being in o- crisis. overtly hypersensitive and being in such crisis mode that it causes more issues it than does. not. So. Yeah, everybody getting on the road and driving up the peninsula isn't really going to help anything. And fighting for water. And fighting for water or gas. Yeah. Like you only need, I mean, you're not going anywhere unless you're leaving. True. So you only need the gas that would probably be in Get your car you because here. you're not leaving. Correct. Because you can't put more than that. 
you can't put more than it. I mean, it's just no reason to. And I'm from up north, as most listeners know, with Pennsylvania, and every snowflake or their perception of a snowflake falling is no bread, no milk, no water. How much bread can these people eat? Like, I never understood that. My parents, like, yeah. it's just we're never like that. We weren't a car we friendly house. We did have house, the big so thing of peanut butter. It. You weren't a car friendly house. Carb friendly house. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not aware of how any of that works. So Pennsylvania's carb friendly period. Yeah, see, it's cheese and bread and delicious. Yeah, I could not live in Pennsylvania. When I go up there, I'm thin. I, I love live in going. Pennsylvania. I'm like, damn, I love this. Yeah, I potatoes. To, everything's potato. I need Everything to be in has wine potato. country. Grapes and water <laughs> and alcohol. But even up north, where I'm going to see the kids in New York, it's wine and cheese and potato, and it's still everything's a root vegetable. You, you had me till potato. Turnips. Yeah, carrots. I like turnips, actually. Lots of root vegetables. It's an Amish country, so a lot of dough is created. A lot of butter. It is. Pierogi a lot of butter. Is, I don't even know nice. what pierogi is. Pierogi is a, it's mashed potatoes stuffed in dough. Huh. <laughs> it's a Polish dish, I mean, and it has mashed potato right. stuffed in a dough. You can buy it frozen in the freezer here, and they're like clamped shut. Are they big? No, they're like, it's like a pot like sticker. Think of it like a pot sticker. Okay. That we had yesterday. We yeah. went to Masa yesterday for Scott's birthday. And it, it's about that size. And some people put like cooked onions on it. Some people put butter on it. Some people have other sauces. They put, it's like a blintz, but it's potato. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's delicious. I, I mean, I wouldn't eat it. I yeah. don't like the onions on it, but I don't like cooked onions. I only like raw onions. I only like cooked onions. So you would like it. That's what makes this work. But it's like a creamy, you can put a creamy sauce on it and just the onions. And if you never, you should try it. But you can buy them frozen in the freezer here. But it's not the same thing. Yeah, I'll have to wait. It's all freshy. I'll have to wait till I go to Pennsylvania. You're going to go someday? Yes. See my people? Yep. Mennonites and the Amish and the Catholics. (laughs) I mean, I'd probably Mennonites more so. Do you like sauerkraut? I do. They put sauerkraut on them? I mean, the Mennonites I could get along with because they at least use electricity. I don't like to be hot. Some Mennonites use electricity. Some I thought don't. the most did. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well. Not all. It just depends on how devout they are. So I'm, I'll be in New York. I'm devoutly attached to electricity. Yeah. So that's where I'll have to be. I am devoutly attached to electricity, but they're so self-sufficient. I, and I think we can learn a lot from I, that. Not know, necessarily being end times-ish. Amen. But live off the land. Do it all. Have a couple cases of beer. Have your water. I'm all for it. Fill up the bottles you currently have. God knows you fill got your some. bathtub up. I never understood fill the bathtub up, so maybe Sandy will understand that. I, was, I, I mean, I understand, water, I understand the philosophy behind it. I'm it's just not, not doing potable it. water I'm after a not, while. Yeah, I'm not doing potable. it. Potable. I like saying that word. <laughs> I do. <laughs> not that anybody knows. Potable means saying. that you can drink it. Oh, okay. It's potable. I thought that was Southern for portable. <laughs> <laughs> it I'm isn't. I really did. Means you can actually drink the water. So mm. once the water's sitting out for a long time in your bathtub, you're not drinking that water. Just imagine my neighbors coming by. It. Is your water potable? I'm like, no, you can't take it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we had this call. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to my house for a hurricane. <laughs> Unless you want wine. Right. Well, It's like loaves and fishes over right. there. <laughs> like he's, he's feeding the many. How many bottles of wine do you have on hand for the her, the tropical storm, Dorian? Oh, uh, probably twenty four. <laughs> so you're I mean, separate. I usually, I usually like when it gets under twenty four, <laughs> I st- I start to get nervous. <laughs> I just like to keep it on hand. 
good. Yeah. Well, you can use those bottles, the glass bottles, to fill up and use the water to make to make coffee. Yeah. We've never had this conversation before. Yes. We, make co- we actually, because we have gas, um, gas in our house, we can light up the. Oh, you can. Yeah. So we use one of those little pots that <laughs> I don't know, Cuban coffee. I guess oh, is what it would okay. call. Okay, got it. I mean. Ooh. I don't make it. My husband does. Stick just with be, us. Just to be clear. Stick with us. Stick with Patty. Stick with right. us. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. When we come back, we'll have Sandy Pareto with Red Cross. She's potable. She's potable. The night Chicago died. The town of Chicago died. And they talk about it still. When a man named Al Capone tried to make that town his own. And he called his gang to war With the forces of the law I heard my mom cry Somebody call 911 Shoddy fire burning on the dance floor What a crime Kingston Let's go, hey Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. That's Sean Kingston. We're talking about fire and flood and smoke and detectors and the Red Cross. So welcome, Sandy Pareda with the Red Cross. Thank you very much. Thanks Glad for, to be here. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Of course. So we're going to talk about first. We'll talk about sound the alarm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us what sound the alarm is. So a lot of people think about the Red Cross in terms of disasters, you know, hurricanes or flooding and things like that. And they don't really think a lot about what happens when there are no disasters. And so it's it's really important that we let the community know that the Red Cross, for example, has this amazing program called Sound the Alarm, Save a Life. And what we do through that program is we will come out and install at no cost smoke alarms in your home. And we will make sure they work. We'll test them. We'll put as many in, in your home as it needs. And that's available to anybody, anywhere. You just call the Red Cross, ask for an appointment, and we'll come out and schedule it for you. And there's a form online yep, where you can a, register. Absolutely. There's a form online at redcross.org, or you can call your local Red Cross chapter and just ask for a smoke alarm request form. And they can do it any time of the year. I know there's a big campaign, Sound the Alarm, that was earlier in this year. That's true. Sometimes we go out and do what's called canvassing. So we'll literally pick a neighborhood and just knock on every door and say, hey, we're with the Red Cross. Can we come in and talk to you about fire preparedness? Can we install some smoke alarms? But then you can also request them at any time all year long, and then we'll make an appointment to come out and install them for you. How long have you been a volunteer with the Red Cross? Oh, that's a long answer. Uh, The short answer is that I started working for the Red Cross. Working for the Red Cross was my first job when I was 14. I taught swimming lessons, and I did that for a long time. Uh, Swimming lessons, lifeguarded, CPR courses. Mm -hmm. Uh, Took a little bit of a break, moved up here to Tallahassee, and I've been on the board for three or four years now. So you've been affiliated with them for almost your whole adult life. A really Really. long time. A really long time. And you know about all the programs, which is, and and I'm on the board now, which makes me very nervous. No, don't be nervous at all. We're very friendly and fun. They are friendly and fun, but it still makes me nervous. I mean, I'm I'm very... I mean, you're legit now. You have an actual reflective vest vest and all. I'm interiorly very shy. It's like Carline. No, nobody wants me to be in charge of Carline. Like I, those moms would be very scared. Yeah, yeah I might not re- really I like Carline. I, I may revoke her vest before she leaves the studio. Uh, it's terrifying. I, it makes me a little shy, but I I love the mission of the Red Cross. I was military. My daughter's military. My son's military. And the Red Cross is very important to the military because that's how we connect to our children. If there's 
grandmother passes away or something, you go through the Red Cross to be able to locate the child. Is it time to come home? Is it not time to come home? The Red Cross is very important to us. Absolutely. And I was a nurse for a long time, still licensed, but I don't work as a nurse. And that's all been my whole life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when this opportunity came up and I was like, okay, but it's still, it's like, makes me nervous like am i doing right you know i'm very compliant so am i doing it right am i good so but i want i want to use this forum because Mm -hmm. i have it to really speak out about safety and preparedness and knowing being aware being self-aware and i think so many so many of us are aware of everyone else's stuff social media we're aware of what everyone else is doing you need to really walk around your house and be aware how many times, Scott, do we go in people's homes and the smoke detector is taken apart? Or they only have two and they needed six. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. And because they just think it won't happen to them, but mm-hmm. it does. It. I mean, we have had, I can't even remember the number. It's astoundingly high. Just in Leon County alone, fires. we've had so many fires this year, home fires. We've had several deaths in the counties that we cover from home fires. I mean, you know, people think that they have a lot of time to get out of a home when it's on fire. You have less than a minute frequently just because of the different types of building materials that are used and how quickly it can spread. Uh, I mean, one minute. That's not a lot of time to locate, in a manufactured your, home. locate your kids, your your pets. Your No, you've got to get out. It's like an oven. It's crazy. The heat is like an oven. So my daughter, Molly, and my son-in-law, Sean, are volunteer firefighters, and they run constantly. Their dad, Sean's dad, is a volunteer. The whole family is. I mean, they're very involved in it. But we go through these homes, and it just really shocks me how little awareness people have about, Can I? we had a couple that they had their gas range hooked up to a propane tank for a grill without a regulator. Like, I was like, we can't help you anymore. You can only help people so much, and then you have to go. Like, I can't be a realtor. Well, and how many times have you heard, you've heard the beeping? You, you walk around the house for 30 minutes trying to find the beeping because you look for it, it beeps. Because it's quiet. annoying and you right, want you it to go it out. instead of trying to figure out what's happening. Well, and then when you find it, you're hitting it with a broom handle or you just take it apart because you can't, you don't have the right batteries. You take it apart. Oh, I'll fix it later. And then what happens? Six months later, it's still taken apart. Or you've, or you've maybe you have some trouble cooking one day and you just eventually, you're tired mm-hmm. of it going off, you take it apart. That is not going to help you. It's not. So I would I challenge all of your listeners and all of your real estate colleagues. Listen, when you're selling a house to somebody, tell them, hey, the Red Cross will come install free smoke alarms for you. You should call them. It Patty will come. Every we have cases in our yeah, office of smoke detectors that we give people when we go to list the house. If I know that it's not where it's supposed to be, like we can move it. It only has to be the 10-year battery. It doesn't have to be hardwired for code. But it's not even about code at that point. It's about your own safety. safety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a gap. You don't have a carbon monoxide detector, which will just put you dead in your bed. You have to be aware. You Everyone's really aware should. of where their dogs are, their kids aren't outside, but they're not aware of how they sleep, leaving the bedroom door open versus leaving it closed, how that just the floor plan that you have can spread the fire much faster. Well, and how often have you talked to your children about how to exit the house safely? You know, we say, we, we tell families when we come in to install mm-hmm. smoke alarms, we also go through a fire safety checklist and we encourage them to plan out escape routes and then practice it with their kids. Pick a meeting spot outside your home because if you're outside and you scattered, gosh, what if mom thinks that, that the three-year-old didn't get out okay and really he's across the street? Pick a meeting place where you're all going to gather so you all know you're safe outside. 
I think it's just so important. I remember I just had a little flashback. There used to be like something we'd put on the windows. Like it was a green or a red. Like did we leave the house or did we not leave the house during a storm? I have to think mm. about that. I have to ask Molly about it. I don't know. I have stickers on my front door that say there are this many pets inside. Yeah, it's that same idea. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise people are going to look for you and you're not there. Sure. There has to be you know something that you can tell people. But you do have stickers for that? For my dogs, yeah. Like, yeah. There's this many dogs. If we're not home, please look for them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because people will go in and try and then die mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to save your dog. Right. Because, and the dog was or they never won't, there. Or they won't know. Yeah. You know. It's tough. So, yeah, it's it's just, it's so Sound important. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Redcross.org. We will come put in as many as you need for free. We'll test them. We'll talk you through fire safety prevention tips. It's such an important thing for our community. And our local Red Cross runs eight counties, right? Twelve. So Twelve. We have 12. <laughs> Dixie, Dixie, Franklin, Gadsden, Hamilton, Jefferson, Lafayette, Lee and Liberty. I had to write it down. Liberty, Madison, Swanee, Taylor, and McCullough. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Twelve. I've got it off the website. <laughs> Hopefully it's right. If it's it's online, it's true. So we're also looking (laughs) for volunteers. That's the second part of today. Absolutely. I'm on the mission committee with Sandy. So we're looking for volunteers. It's not a full-time gig. It's just something to come help out once in a while. And if you've been affected like I have with the military or your kids are firefighters, it's something to really give back. Mm-hmm. Like we we went through a lot with Michael last year. Yeah, we're Floridians. We're, I mean, we all went through. We're going it. to be affected by and something. I think For it's sure. really important if you you were blessed enough to not be affected, like my home did not take any, then you can give back. So Absolutely. if you're interested in passing out water, sh- helping with the shelter, helping with the smoke detectors, like if you've got a really good drill and you want to help, there's like a little. How long's the training? Like I mean, minutes? if they make you take it, it's 15 minutes or so. But, like, it's, it's a, it's, I it's mean, if nothing. I can install a smoke alarm, anybody out there can install a smoke alarm. And if you can't, you can be on the team that talks to the people. Right. So, so, how would one volunteer? You go to redcross.org and click on, I believe it's volunteer. A volunteer connection. That's simple. Mm-hmm. And set up an account, or yep. you can request, or you can call or Dana. Just call. Yeah, call you can our call chapter. Dana, the chapter, because we do need help. I mean, the last one, I was out of town. So sound the alarm like they they we put it 60, 60 something volunteers came out and we did oh gosh we did a couple hundred smoke alarms in the Bond community neighborhood wow um, but like I said we do them during the week we make appointments um, we need people to help answer the phones and help with filing when and computer data entry I mean there is there's literally if you are available we can find something for you to do do they take like like high school students that have to have volunteer hours so they'll take high school students 100% I didn't know about age well you were 14 when you started mm-hmm. so there's no real age limit for help uh, there there absolutely is an age limit if you're going to just like drop your child off at the at the chapter and ask ask us to <laughs> you know help them get their service hours i think it's i think it's 16 okay. and up that if, makes sense. if you're going to be unaccompanied but again We've got a great program. We had a lot of kids come out a couple of years ago and help with Hurricane Irma cleanup. We had we had families come out and help with Hurricane Michael cleanup. I mean, there we'll find you a job. Oh yes, you will. <laughs> Lots Sandy to do. Parano. You know. <laughs> Lots to do. She's a force of nature herself. So there's that's no joke. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Give us a call, 850-656-0009. Our website's brokeragefl.com. Stick with us. Here comes the story of Hurricane. The man the authorities came to blame for something that he never done. Put in a prison cell 
Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Disclaimer, we do record on Wednesdays, so we have no idea at this point on Wednesday where Dorian is going to be, but we just got a state of emergency alert. Sandy Pareto from Red Cross just told me. So state of emergency, now that there's a hurricane in our box, okay, people, if you're buying a house, I hope your uh, insurance is set up because they will not bind the insurance while that box is in play. You will not be. Well, you can close, but but you can't, unless your insurance is already bound, you can't get it. Correct. So we're in the box. And if you can't get it, you won't be closing. And you won't be closing. Correct. So. There is that. Talk to your realtor. Risk of loss is important. Ask them questions. If you have any questions for us, it's 850-656-0009. If you want to volunteer, give me a call. You can just call my number or you can call the Red Cross number, 878-6080. We have an event coming up in January. It's called Sandy. Hi, it's called Canteens and Camo. Yeah, so so we're... We're looking for sponsors. We are looking for sponsors. Yes, I've already... it's like the ungala gala. Just to be just to be clear, it's, it's not camo. A, it's not a dress up thing. It's very fun, military themed, and I South mean, Pacific. I've totally seen people there in, in camo and flip flops. So we, we we keep it real, keeping it real, which is my kind. Where of will thing, this be anyway. located? At go ahead. It's at you the Flightline airplane hangar. So it's in this giant airplane hangar. It's it's right up on the tarmac. It's 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 pretty cool. Cool. So we're looking for sponsors. I've sent three to the uh, volunteer coordinator and the, I forget what her role is, but she handles the sponsors for these events. So I've sent three to them, but you can always buy tickets. So what does a sponsor do? A sponsor, I, that's Comes not to my the purview. event and has a great time. Yeah. Good. I don't know what the sponsor gets or what I mean, they do. That's why you call that person. They're wanting to contribute her name in some is, way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. Well, she, it's her role. So I just send them. Here's the number. You call. And then I follow up. Did you call? Uh, Did you call? Did you call? Did you call? Because if you tell me you're going to call, I'm going to keep asking you. Mm. Did you call? Because I'm going to expect don't it. make Because I get my little keep. check boxes that Patty brought in this much. She wants her stars, I'm people. compliant. I need she my stars. She wants her stars. I need a gold star. That is absolutely how I work. <laughs> you, you really do. <laughs> I need to know that I did a decent job. You like job. to hear your own voice and you want to really, Well, that's a side see, note. I really like to hear those stars. I do. I talk to myself in the car like, did I sound okay? Did I stutter? Am I mumbling? It's a conversation I never have. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't want to listen. I know. But we're talking about the Red Cross today, and we are in a state of emergency, and I don't know where Dorian's going to go. I have my own theory. We may not be in a state of emergency come Saturday. We may not. We have no idea. But but right now, we are. Correct. We are. And I follow Weather Underground. Do you have a special website that you follow during the storm? Uh, Yeah, redcross.org. Well, does it give you like the updates for the weather? Like it's, you so get to follow the spaghetti it's models. Wonderful. We have so there's different apps you can download. The Red Cross okay. has these emergency apps. Oh, I didn't know. You can pull it up and it'll tell you, hey, it's all clear in your area, or this is coming. And and there's a pet. Ooh. There's a pet app. There's a first aid app. There's an emergency app. Nice. We've got all the apps. It's pretty cool. As you can tell, my time with the Red Cross has been very short. Been <laughs> very <laughs> short. short. Extremely short. It's like a month. That's yeah, it. we you, we just we but just I do brought use you on the, the weather weather underground and their spaghetti models, and I follow the UK and the Euro model because that is the royal crown of models for hurricanes. I'm not going to lie, they're the most accurate. I also pay a lot of attention to Skip Foster's updates I'm on right? Facebook because he's he's kind of really good at this, and so I'm like, well, if Skip's if Skip's cool, I'm cool. If he's I worried, like, I'm buying more water and and <laughs> trust Skip. I like how he explains it, like so real people could understand it. Yeah, like I recommend some people it. get on this. Like the pressure's not here, and the pressure's there, and the pressure. All you need to know is it's above thousand or below a thousand. I mean, really, all you need to know is is it going to hit us? 
that's pretty much. Uh, we get a lot more leeway here and notification than most states get with their emergencies. Like a tornado, they're just sounding the alarm, literally sounding the alarm, and you better run to the basement. We don't. We don't really get that. I mean, we have weeks in advance. Sometimes. Now, with Hurricane Michael, I mean, Saturday was clear. Sunday, we had a storm that was named, and it hit on Wednesday. That's that's unusual, how fast it spun up and organized and how strong it was mm-hmm. all the way up through Georgia. But normally, we do have several days to see where it's coming and prepare. And, and really, like you said, it, it's Wednesday right now when we're recording this. This airs on Saturday, so it's it, we... We don't have updated information right now as to where it's going to be on Saturday, obviously. It's not even supposed to do anything in this area or upper Florida until Monday or Tuesday. Right. The day I'm going getting on a plane. But the point is, even if it's not going to hit us directly here in in Tallahassee, it's it's going going to affect Florida in some way. Um, It's already affecting Florida in in different ways. And, And if we're not hit, this should be an excellent time for us to say, huh, if it was going to come here, am I ready? Do I have the things that I need so that my home is safe, so that I'm safe, so that my family's safe. This is the right time to check. And I think Michael really put a burr in people's saddle to go exactly and do that. And be, did you like that metaphor? Be very, <laughs> be very prepared. Not just prepared, but be very, pre- but you should already have jars for water. You should already have batteries. You should already make sure that the limbs are away from your home. That your extra little accoutrements that are lying around your house are picked up and put in your garage mm-hmm. because they become Weapons. a missile. Yeah, it's a missile. I mean, I've seen, I've seen in person. Your I've seen umbrellas just shot through just trees. Just bring it in come Sunday night. Yeah, because we can still get even if we're not in that storm, we can, can still get bands. We can still get bands. Absolutely. And And let's not forget, let's not forget Hurricane Irma that started in in where Naples and then jogged around. I mean, it hit pretty much half the state before it was done. And we had no idea where that sucker was going. That's my fear with this is it'll come across above Orlando, really not affect below because it's the upper side, the right side. Go across, get into the Gulf, be super hot, and then go up and hit someone in Texas, Corpus Christi. That's my, I mean, it's best if it just kind of hooks around and goes its merry way but it's, it's still it's nature you don't know what it's going to do we're about in september we still have two more months and it's and it's becoming more and more common for stronger storms to come towards the end of hurricane season so people are like oh it's been great we haven't listen y'all you should be checking October. those bottles of water checking your batteries because if they're gross batteries they're not going to work exactly do you have a flashlight do you have do you have enough medications if you have prescription medications do you have enough to get through a week or so Right. And and unfortunately, this is Nurse Patty, your pharmacist won't just give you another 30 days worth. So you've got to kind of balance it, but speak to them and speak to your doctor and see if you can actually, if you're in that area, because we have listeners just not in Leon County. Praise exactly. The, praise the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure your CBD oil is stocked up. Dude, my CBD oil. You can only oil. get it everywhere now. Do you? The gas station. You can get it at the gas I walked, station. I walked uh, we've in, tried that crap. I walked into Dillard's the other day. <laughs> it's, and on on the doors, they now have CBD oil. Dillard's on the doors, like when you walk, like an ad, oh, like, like, an ad like, like an ad for it, right? Yeah. Oh Not my the actual. Like everyone has mm-hmm. CBD oil. Yeah. So we tried like roadside CBD oil, which was kind of stupid for Nurse Patty to even try it. it was I mean, all, that was kind of ridiculous. It, none of it touched. It's me, like right? olive oil with a taste of raspberry. Didn't do a thing. So I went back to my my uh, source. <laughs> Her legal source. My legal source is called Premium Jane, and boy, do you sleep well. Like, if you have any issues with sleep, that's CBD oil. I don't believe you, because on that first round, you were like, oh my God, I'm sleeping. I'm like, I'm so sleeping. I'm going to give you. 
I literally thought I had a Jolly Ranchers and was like, (laughs) and? Not that stuff, but I'm talking about my premium Jane brand. I'll have to try it. So I went up from 600 milligrams to 1,000, and it was, I took too much. I'm going to bring y'all back on. Back, right. back to the point. Hurricanes. That's our show. Personal so safety. So you definitely need to make sure whatever you need to sleep, because if you're sleeping during a storm, I mean, it's... Good luck. First of all, it's hot. Right. Hot. But limbs, people don't think about that. Limbs, you don't want to be dead in your bed. Nope. Your accoutrements around the house, your potted plants, all your good stuff, you, you want to bring it in. I watched some guy, it was in Oklahoma, they had a bad storm and had a... I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong. Bougainvillea? Bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. And it was it was tethered to his balcony. And that the base of the, the pot was just like... I'm like, dude, that's dangerous. Like, why didn't you just bring it in? That's well, and awnings, too. I mean, people don't think about it. Roll those awnings in, guys. Roll the awnings the, in. I live too close to Indian Head Acres. I always get worried. There's all kind of stuff out. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff out. So it's about making sure you pick all that stuff because they don't bury the the garden everything is plants out, they are out in pots yeah it scares it's true me i didn't think about that but it's really hard to like it fix is. that once it's done it is you just have, i mean back to preparedness you just have to have a plan for if it's two days three days a week just kind of start making little improvements along the way so that you don't put yourself Does the or Red others Cross have risk? little checklists Absolutely. Would on imagine. our on our app, we have the checklists. Um, you that can app the app's amazing. <laughs> um, Leon County also has a disaster guide that they can get, they'll give out and and has a whole list of different supplies, different resources that are available. Um, Leon County government really awesome. They give it out at the start of every hurricane season, but I'm sure it's on their website. Um, but I also wanted to bring us back to something that you guys were talking about. Um, Thank the you first, for doing that. No, 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 it's fine. CB Duo? No, actually, <laughs> with the with the potable water in the oh, bathtubs. Yeah. Let's talk about why we fill our bathtubs with water. Why? It's because during a storm, if you lose electricity, you also lose water pressure, which means you can't flush the toilet. Correct. So if you have a bathtub full of water, you can actually use a bucket and take the water from the tub, use it to flush the toilet with the pressure. So you don't have to drink the bathtub water. It's not potable. But so it's not no, potable. with all that said, it actually is potable. Well, it's your kind of potable. Right, you're you... moving it from the from the <laughs> bathtub to the toilet. It's completely potable. Long o. Right. Long but fill o. the bathtubs. That's important. <laughs> fill your tubs. Well, and you t- mentioned for your puppies. Your pets. Puppies for bathing. Bathtub water. Yeah. Totally potable. I'm all about just this is Stevie Ray Vaughan working and pride and joy lighting that hot water heater. That last song was Bob Dylan, and I actually understood every word, which is really hard I, with that, Bob Dylan. I really, he usually just slurs his words. That's the thing. I didn't make too Bob much Dylan CBD oil. Right? It. Hurricane Patty at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Stick with us. We're going to talk more about hurricanes. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Patty's Playhouse. We have Sandy Pareto here with the Red Cross, and we're talking about storm preparedness, sound the alarm, 
Give us a call, 850-656-0009. If you have any questions and need a smoke detector, you have a question about your smoke detector, is it enough? Because we don't know until we see it. But the Red Cross will be happy to go out and look at your house and talk to you about safety and about fire safety, develop a plan with you, right? Absolutely. It's really, really important because you have such a short period of time to get out of your house in a fire. Like, where are you going to go? How are you going to get out? One minute. Can not you get out of, of that window? Lot, Do you think you can get out of the window? No. Not a lot of time. No. That's why I'm not a fan of those condos with only one door. <laughs> not a fan. Or even a neighborhood with only one entrance and exit. That's always been a thing for me, like safety-wise. You know, you better have a chainsaw. And then you need your documents. So you need to know who your insurer is, if it's your home, if you have renter's insurance, that information. You, you need to have all of your little safety information, where your kids are, what your plan is, if the kids are on the bus, how are you going to get them? Because it'd be Monday or Tuesday, so it's after the holiday of Labor Day, so we don't know. You just need to have a plan. You need to have a plan for everything. You really do. You're supposed to. It's, you it's called adulting. You should. Yeah. So the Red Cross can help you once the emergency has occurred. Absolutely. They, they can't really help you before other than to talk to you about it. And we talked to Sandy at our last board meeting about going to offices and little the small communities hoas and talking to them about safety absolutely i mean we'll we'll really we'll come talk to anybody (laughs) we really will (laughs) patty will come she's on the board with us too now uh but it's just it's so important to have that basic understanding of what do you need um you know right now the governor's encouraging he's just issued a state of emergency for the state he's encouraging everybody has um seven days of supplies for each person um, not three. Not you three. Said they've increased it because seven. The, the difficulty to get, especially in Leon County, all the trees. How are you going to get the power up? It's tricky. It really is. Um, and and listen, it does not hurt to have seven days worth of water in your home. It's not a bad thing to it's have. Not going to go bad. It's water. It's it's you know, but it's it's just so important to think those things through. Like you said, your documents. I mean, if you have hard copies of them, put them in a Ziploc bag so they're waterproof. Uh, if if you want to put them in the cloud, scan them, put them up. Another thing that's really important is to take photos of your home. If you have furniture that grandmother gave you or artwork that's really important to you, take some photos of your home before a disaster hits. I've heard someone told me one time, stand in each corner of the room and take a photo. And that way you have a, a picture from each corner's perspective so you know what you have. So if you if you do have to submit that information to insurance afterwards, and you've got a record. appliances, you need serial numbers. Mm-hmm. So don't just take the front of the appliance because that's not going to help anybody. Let your kid, who's probably better with than you on a phone, go around and take pictures of everything and then make sure that they're clear because you will need all of that for your insurance. It's just going to make your life easier in the end. It's also really important. People, you know, we hear the statistics. A lot of people are afraid to evacuate because they don't know what to do with their pets. So in advance, anytime a storm like this comes, I always I call my vet. I get copies of their vaccination records because a lot of shelters... If they're pet-friendly shelters, you have to have proof of rabies vaccinations. You usually have to have a kennel, uh, but the but the proof of vaccinations, that's that's just the very basics. And very few shelters are pet-friendly. There's not a ton of them. Now, we're fortunate in Florida that once emergency conditions begin, like tropical storm force winds, the Red Cross will not turn anyone away. Okay. So that's important to know. But if you're going in advance, if you're going to a shelter you know, a day ahead of time or to ride out the storm in advance... You need to find the right kind of shelter, and you need to have that documentation for your pets. That's very important. You need to have your own documentation for yourself. Like, don't forget your license. Don't forget your documentation for your kids, your car registrations, your insurance, medical. 
pictures of your, um, if you don't want to take all your drugs or you think it's, take pictures of the bottles. She means prescriptions, of course. Yeah, that. Prescription <laughs> drugs. Thanks, Santa. Good. So, yeah, but take a picture of everything that you can think of. You should have a little file album on your phone of your stuff. Absolutely. Because you can't replicate some of this stuff. It's going to be so hard. And we're all going to be in the same boat. So if you call your insurance company, yes, they might have little satellites, but it's going to be harder for them to get your information if you don't have it. Absolutely. I mean, we've a lot of us have just gone through this with Michael. We, we either experienced it ourselves or it affected people who were very close to us. I mean, we're talking about counties just west of us here who, you know, they were basically camping for sure. weeks. And still are. Many still, of them still of them. are. And so you think about, you know, and they've told me, I wish I had thought of this or I wish I had thought of that. Nine times out of ten, that those wishes are documentation having a plan, having batteries, having more water. I mean, I can't tell you how many tarps and, and hundreds of gallons of water we drove out. Just just friends drove drove west to help other friends. That was even before different, you know, different organizations got involved. But, you know, once the Red Cross and the National Guard and everybody started rolling in, I mean, we're talking pallets of supplies. But understand that that happens after the storm hits. After. I mean, the Red Cross is here to give you a safe place to ride out the storm and then other agencies step in afterwards. But, you know, it's it's on us as as residents to know where am I going to go? How am I going to protect my stuff, my family, my kids, my pets? That's on us to to plan. Have, have cash because the ATMs may not be working, so you need cash, you need coins, you need to be able to have it. The other thing I do is I get those vacuum bags. Anything that's going to make me cry if I lost goes in the vacuum bags and then it goes into a tub. Yeah, and, and can then we I also, put it up high? Can we also just talk for one second when the power's out and the street lights aren't working? Four-way stops. Oh, yeah. That's a whole, <laughs> That's a whole other show. <laughs> I'm just going to put that That's out a whole there. Four-way stops. If the power is out, the lights are out, listen, you come to the intersection, you stop, everybody stops. When it's your turn, you proceed. My goodness, it's dangerous. If People you need and to listen, be kind. It's, it's, and if you don't have to go out after a storm, don't go. Don't. Because the paramedics and first responders, they don't need to be dragging your car out of a ditch because you were rubbernecking because they're trying to get somewhere else to help an older lady who doesn't have oxygen or something like that. Like, like let's not, let's be responsible. And if there's water in the road, probably shouldn't pass it. Turn around. Don't drown. Because just because you can see, this happened in Pennsylvania, one of the guys Molly works with, he could see the road and then all of a sudden he couldn't see the road. You know, there was just a little bit of water, but then when it... It's a flash flood. That means flash, people. It's not like flash, oh, it's going to slowly lollygag across the road. And he was on top of his car. I would have drowned because I'm fat. So I can't get out of my windows. It's something to think about. Like, I do not do it. Well, you so, also don't know what's in the water. But be I mean, you don't know. We there could gators be, here. Well, I'm not talking gators. I'm talking live wires. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you see a puddle and you can't actually see the bottom of the road, do not drive into it. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Just don't. There could be broken glass, nails, live wires. Just don't do it. It's don't just go not out. worth it. No. All because you want to go see someone's house caved in? I want to go see how many trees are down. Listen, I'll tell you. All of them. There are a lot. <laughs> a lot of them are down. Stay home. Or get to the restaurant that's closed. So don't yeah, do it. Yeah, you can't go. That's Except why, for a Waffle House. Well, if you have seven days, oh, you shouldn't have to go anywhere. we love the Waffle House Index. If you have seven days, you shouldn't need to go anywhere. You should be okay. You should be okay for seven days. Get a plan. Should be. Stick with it. It's like, get your Vienna sausages. That's gross, though. I can't. Sadly. That's pretty. Hmm. Sadly, pretty Jeff likes them. I went to a party this past weekend, and it was a uh, 70s disco party, yeah. and she had a little snack bar. It was right. Christine Thurman. Right. And she had a little snack bar, and it had Vienna sausages and cheese in a can. 
There's cheese cheese. in a can, the squirt cheese. It's not real cheese. It's fake cheese. Cheese It's pasteurized processed something. But it's cheese. Yeah, the cheese was in a can. Okay. That is my comfort food. All right. I don't like Storm cheese comes, not in a Patty can. Has, <laughs> I, don't, I just have never been I have a, a cheese ca- uh, I have a person. Ca- like, I'm ready to go yeah. in a storm. That spoils pretty, pretty fast, though, so make sure you can keep it cold. With the cheese in a can? Once you open it, it doesn't... As, that's the thing. It doesn't like, spoil. She's like, as if it lasts. I mean... <laughs> I just meant cheese really, in general. Oh, cheese. Yeah, but cheese in a can, you don't have to worry she's about like, it. Because it's not real cheese. Right. You know, that's another good tip, though. You know, a lot of people have food... And they lose the power. Is the food safe? I mean, that's something that you really should check out um, in advance. In advance, or or if you're not sure, go, I'm sure the the Food and Drug Administration has guidelines, things like that. One last tip: fill the cup, fill a cup of water, put a coin on it. If the coin sinks into the middle, then you lost power in your refrigerator. If not, you're good to go. There you go. Freeze. Get the water bottles. Freeze them. Put them in your freezer. Yeah, keep it cold. Freezer does last for a few days, which is if nice. you don't if you don't open it. it right. That's the thing: open and close right. it. You're, yeah, if you've got a seven-year-old, we don't have children, so we're. I mean, we have children. We just don't have seven-year-olds. <laughs> thank goodness. Little babies that right. like to open and close the refrigerator. Or Jeff, who's looking for a popsicle. But there's that. <laughs> thank you, Sandy, for coming in. Oh, thanks, Sandy, for with me. the Red Cross. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. If you have any questions about Red Cross, please join. Please volunteer. Please sponsor. Right, that's January twenty-fourth. 850-656-0009. Come visit us on our website, brokeragefl.com. See you next week.